Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome once again to the Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions, LLC, here with the my beloved Kia. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, and you're getting fancy. Why are you dropping the LLC? Is there something that we need to know about? No, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. It just <laughs> felt like something that I needed to do this time. <laughs> Okie dokie. So it's Wednesday. Do you have a wedding tip Wednesday for us? I do. Before you do that, I, I have to say that this show is dedicated to my friend that just passed away, Mike Connolly. Yes. This show is in your honor. The Wedding Tip Wednesday uh, obviously is available on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast Facebook group page. And you can go there every Wednesday and get your free tip. Wedding Wedding Tip tip Wednesday Wednesday on Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store at pattersonfamilychocolates.com. Wedding Tip Wednesday is make room in your budget for video or filmmaking services. Because they mm-hmm. don't call it video anymore, do they? They're, no, they're they, filmmakers. They're filmmakers. Right, right. Videography, it's cinematography. Kind of like there's cinography. Cin- I like cinematography, that one. Yes. yes, because your lasting memories, you'll be able to see them for years and years and years. And you'll see some of the stuff that you may not have remembered from the day or you weren't even there. And it's a treasured moment that will be kept for a lifetime. True. You may not watch it or use it as much as you probably would with your photos because photos you can mount on a wall. Typically, you don't have your video playing 24-7. I do if you come over my house. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the nice things is is that you can at least have um, like a tra- movie trailer so you can watch your whole day in a matter yes. of like four or five minutes. Love those. And, and it's a great way you get to hear people's voices that may no longer be with you and you get to see moments that, like you said, you might not have even been aware happened. Right. And... I, I'm sure I've told the story before of my uh, my daughter when she was but a, a knee-high to a grasshopper. She always used to pull out the video of our wedding and pop it into the Because she's just surprised that her, her mom would have married you. That's all that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was surprised that she wasn't there. She was like, Mommy, Daddy, where am I? And, you know, trying to explain to her that this was well before you were born. And here's your aunts, your uncles, and, and whatever, and grandparents that have passed away. And as she's grown up, she's become treasured with that video. We've now transferred it over to DVD, and it's online uh, privately, of course, because we don't want everybody to see well, our I video. feel like this might be something <laughs> that we have to figure out how to hack and release to the world. But, but there you go. You see, that's a, a great example of how your children can get to see your wedding after uh, they're born. Yeah, I agree. So what are we going to talk about today, Sam? Something that's very closely related to making sure you have the video. What will weddings be like after the pandemic is over? We're going to jump into our future time machine. Mm, Great. And we're going to kind of predict the future. We're going to kind of predict what weddings may, and I'm going to underline may because we could be totally wrong here. (laughs) That's happened before. Uh, What weddings may look like in in, in the future. Yeah, I was actually just um, speaking about that uh, because as you know, we do an Instagram live every now and then over at Engage Connecticut. And I was just speaking to a JP 
about it, about like the differences that she's seeing and, you know, when will weddings be back up to 300 some odd people and if they ever will. Yes, yes. So let's go through some things that kind of hit on both of our professions. Yes. Um, Obviously, one of the first things is uh, the guests and the guest list. Mm -hmm. What a guest list going to look like from this point on? Do you think depending on where what state you live in um, and what date it is, there's a lot of restrictions. <laughs> I, I do think for the time being, we're, we're definitely at least for the rest rest of the year, we're going to be definitely on the smaller side. And it's going to depend on where you are. If we're outside. I mean, I can't even imagine what inside is yet because we can't even yep. at this moment in Connecticut, we can't even eat inside. I, I think those are some of that. that that's going to change. Um, going to probably be a little bit more intimate. That's not a bad thing. No, no, absolutely not. I somewhat like the idea of a small intimate wedding where the focus is more on the couple mm-hmm. and how they became a couple as opposed to, you know, the slam bam, you know, we just want to party. Although I, <laughs> that's what I live for. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, and Sam's out of business. That was maybe why you mentioned the LLC part. <laughs> but it sounds so nice. It sounds it's so romantic. Different. It's actually, it's not, I, I think one of those misconceptions is that it's like, oh, it's just a huge disappointment because... Because now we can't have everybody. And of course, there is a disappointment and there is heartbreak in it. But I I think if you're changing your perspective and you're looking at it and you're saying to yourself now, okay, I can only have 50 people. First of all, I don't think the guest who you might have sent to save the date to, who now you've had to change your plans. No one's going to be upset. In this circumstances, if you all of a sudden have to in some version of this de-invite people which is not really what you're doing you're not just saying like all of a sudden sam you and your wife can't can't come that's not what it is no um and i think everybody for the majority part of it is super understanding about that you know you're gonna have to say to yourself okay you know am i gonna have my my neighbor mary or am i gonna give mary maybe a passcode so they can watch it be live streamed yes there's, you know, those options. You're going to have to really say that. You're also going to get guests who are going to say, we love you. We wish you could be, we could be there for you, but for whatever reason, we can't. We're not going to come. And yeah. so if you start to put your guest into a category of must be there, sh- could be there, should be there, you know, you may feel a little better as you get closer, especially for our couples who are getting married later in the season and we have no idea what the hell's going to happen. Right. So what do you expect the guest list a year from now would look like you do you think that most people uh say there's a vaccine that they found well there's going to be two ways this goes we're either going to be sitting between 50 to 75 people because i think that's this magical number which really means absolutely nothing Nothing. yep or you're going to be back up to 250 to 300 people weddings because everybody feels like i took an entire year off Yep. didn't want to take a year off, but I took an entire year off and I, I've been stuck with everybody in the house and I want to do things. And so we may see actually a quicker surge back to bigger weddings once those numbers are allowed. So you do you imagine that we're going to go back? I don't want to say back to normal because Mm-mm. they will never be normal nope. anymore. But do you think we'll go back to bigger wed- big weddings? I think once we actually can go back to like gatherings of 200 people. We're going to do that. I think people are going to do it. And I think part of it is is because you're as a couple going to want to if you can, you're going to want to take advantage of that. Yes. You're going to sort of rush to have that because you've been been stuck in everything that you might have been planning. You know, I can imagine some of these people who've now moved their weddings into fall of next year. If the bans are lifted and you are around 150 people right now, you may invite an additional 
20 right. or 30 people right. because you're assuming you may lose people. And if you don't, you're yeah. all of a sudden at 180, 200 people. So let's tackle a quick question here now. How do we tackle the postponement notices that we send out? How have you been doing that? So we've been doing because I say we because this is like my daily basis. Well, that's why I'm asking uh, you. Yeah, I understand that now. <laughs> um, we've been doing a thing called like change of plans. Ah. I've been saying for it to look exactly like your invitation or maybe your save the dates that had a cool photo mm-hmm. that said says change of plan change of plans. Go to our website. Look at this information. Things are changing. We'll Wait notify you if you know you're not coming please send us an email whatever that version is obviously in the nice etiquette pretty way that you could do it right because like i said you may have people who are on your must be in my 50 who are going to say we 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 can't yeah yeah and that's the thing to think about um and not to be offended i think this is the time where everybody should really take a deep breath and not be offended if you're not invited or if somebody says they can't come it's just this is going to be the nature of the game at least until we start seeing how things open back up. Right. All right. Next up is how are ceremonies going to look? Spread out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, for the rest of this season, Mm -hmm. I would totally agree with you that... That center aisle may be a little wider, and there may be additional aisles that you could walk (laughs) down. That's exactly what I was going to say. There is not going to be just one aisle Mm -mm. that the couple walk down anymore. You may actually see much more of this circular concept of a ceremony site. love that. So you can see it from all angles, just because you're going to be that part. For you, as a person who has to mic everybody, what are you doing? (laughs) Not micing everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what I've instituted at the moment is that microphones are going to be wireless still, but they're going to be on a microphone stand. Because what I, I don't want... I stand. I know you do, but I don't want to have to uh, sterilize the microphone uh, between each individual guest. Uh, so Mike is going to go on a microphone stand. Uh, nobody's going to touch it. You're going to walk up to the microphone and you're going to speak into it. And though it might make people speak into it a little bit more clear because you know when they're walking around and you're moving oh. that mic and you're doing whatever. But now do you think it's ceremonies where are going to have less people who are readers yes although you know the way that i've i've done it and it could change (laughs) (laughs) if the microphone is in one location then there's no problem with the reader just walking up to the microphone and the jp just stepping out so i don't think that will be the problem I, i just think it'll be having the microphone there you may not be used to seeing um and you can also Put it to the side. Well, not oh. if you're doing the ceremony. The middle of the ceremony, the JP or the well, officiant. Well, if, if the JP is um, wired or the groom is wa- like wired. Yes. So they're not moving. Then in theory, if you had readers, they could be, they could, uh, you could have microphone. something to the side. Yes. So yes, we could use the wireless microphone uh, to the uh, JP and then uh, a microphone on a stand for uh, the reader or anybody else that would like to say something. Yes. So that would be a second alternative we could do. So you just gave me a great idea there. Yeah, you're very welcome. I will send you you. a bill later. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) So when we come back, what are we going to touch on? We are going to touch on a very finicky subject, music. And now a few words from our Indie Blast Podcast Network sponsor. Imagine going to a website or walking into a retail store and everything you see is only $1. Impossible, right? Well, you might think so. But Dollar Tree will prove you wrong. Dollar Tree is the nation's number one destination for value shopping. All of their stores are well-lit and crammed with all kinds of hidden treasures. Dollar Tree offers a plethora of merchandise that includes many national and regionally trusted brands. It doesn't matter if you're looking for housewares, dinnerware, candy, snacks, stationery, or holiday needs. You're going to find it at Dollar Tree. 
You can shop at your hometown store or shop online for exclusive offers, manufacture closeouts, watch videos, and join their Value Seekers Club. On top of all that, you can have your order shipped for free directly to your local store. To visit DollarTree.com, click on the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you. Doing so helps keep our podcast going. Dollar Tree, where everything is only $1. Are you shopping to find your thing? Is your thing stickers, t-shirts, posters? Is your thing wall art, clothing, home and living, phone cases? Are you shopping for your kids and babies? How about stationery? Many, many other gifts. You can find all these at Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. Get the app and save 20% at redbubble.com. Find your thing. Click on the link in the show notes. That's Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. Do you love a good story? If you do, check out Stories of Your and Yours. I'm Sean Ennis, and each week on Stories of Your and Yours, I narrate a classic short story, adding music and sound effects to bring those stories new life. The back catalog features stories by the likes of Edgar Allan Poe, Kurt Vonnegut, Rudyard Kipling, Mark Twain, Ray Bradbury, and many more. And in addition to classic short stories, I feature original stories by you, the listener. So if you do love a good story, give stories of your, that's Y-O-R-E, and yours, that's Y-O-U-R-S, a listen today. And visit the show at SYY Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to submit your own stories, requests for classic short stories, or just to say hi. That's stories of your and yours, available wherever you get your podcasts. Right, so we're in the middle of a discussion. Ways that your wedding are gonna, is going to look different after the uh, coronavirus lockdown. And I wanted to talk a little bit about music okay. and music selection. Maybe a little different. Just you, a little. You may want to organize your reception in such a fashion now where it's not all about introductions, dinner, and then dancing. You may have the music be thematic. Yeah. You may have the music speak to your love of each other and songs that you grew up with or when you met, uh, those are the sort of songs you you want to be played. Or you, you may just have a theme that you want to your guests to be massaged with. You, you may just want Jimmy Buffett music or Nora Jones or Anita Baker. The you don't mus- want to listen to an entire album, but I understand no, what no, you no, mean. Yeah. <laughs> you may want it to be that style you may not want as much dancing you may want to have uh, your music selection be like the parent dances Mm -hmm. be interspersed throughout the evening Uh, you may want dinner instead of being just an hour it may be two three hours now where the only dancing would be the couple and their parents Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe there is no open dancing or if there is dancing maybe just you know love songs Maybe. But the music selection is, I think, is going to be much more crucial now. Well, I think it's also going to depend on, especially if you're prolonging dinner, which I think may be something. I think in the past, we've always been, especially as as wedding planners and and wedding vendors, it's like, we're going from this time to this This time, time. and then we have this amount of a time that's like a little bit of wiggle room, and then we have like another 15 minutes, and then we're eating, and by this point in time, whether people are done eating or not, we're going to be dancing. We're going to be dancing. Yes. And I think that, you're right, is going to change. And especially for the fact that we're not, 
most likely going to have buffets for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to have a much more sit-down, served type of meal. Yes, you know, I, I will miss everybody trying to rush up to the buffet before yes. the table is cool. I'm going to miss that. I'm not. Um, <laughs> but you're going to probably want to be playing music that allows people to continue a conversation. Yes. Have that type of attitude. And it's just, it's not going to be the same rush it's going to be here's your first course and here's your second course and here might be your third and fourth course because we can't do what we would have done in the past which is sort of spread it all out now we sort of have to bring it all to you exactly and also you could have if you have a facility that has different areas um and we'll talk about this in a little bit you may have different areas playing different music Mm -hmm. maybe one room you have a violinist playing yes. soft classical. Another room you have uh, a DJ system, but just playing love songs so people can just mill around if they want to. And then the main ballroom well, could be party music. Could be. These are all things that your music is going to dictate how these things are going to be done. Do you know what else you're going to have to figure out? Oh, what? Which fork to use? <laughs> because if we're having multiple courses, oh yes, now you got to have. We're probably and you always yep. start further out and you work your way, way in. in. Just, that's just a simple tip for everybody. But I, you know, I can imagine Good you're point. going to have, or what's going to happen is you're going to have one fork and it is yours. It is like do not put it on oh, the plate. You keep it because and they don't clear it. They don't clear it. They just clear the plate. Because clearing for staffing is going to be totally different, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's probably not going to, you're not going to see waiters. I mean, we've all seen like the waiter who can carry like eight things at a time and mm-hmm. still pour not a drink. Anymore. They're not going to be able to do that. Right. So let's talk about the buffet and the meal service mm-hmm. then since we're we're already halfway into it. And I'm it. hungry anyway. So. <laughs> I'm but, starving. Yeah. So buffets, you're not going to have a full lined mm-mm. table full of different you'll, foods. And you'll definitely, well, you might, but you definitely won't have any self-serve. You think that they would still put, like, the meat and everything out? I don't necessarily think that part of it. But let's say for maybe appetizers or cocktail hours, you may approach in a more roundabout way, and there may be somebody who already has a pre-plated appetizer for you and Uh, hand you that pre-plated appetizer. You're not going to put your hand... Yep. And then grab a napkin because we all know that that transaction never happens as smoothly as you think. You end up with like three napkins yep. or none or yep. all of them. So you're going to basically be, however you're taking that food in, it is probably going to be served on some sort of vessel that you're right. going to have to throw away. Right, right. I would also imagine that your busing stations are going to be more of a garbage can type of looking thing instead of like that platter in the oh, middle of the table like where you just put your things. Yes. Never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So because they're not going to want as staff, you're probably going to first of all want uh, a lot more disposables just so that it can be wrapped up and go. Yep. You're going to have to sort of, as a guest, you have to start looking around and saying, okay, there's a garbage can. I'm going to physically put my own right. vessel in there. You're not going to um, expect to be seated and somebody's going to clear it mm-mm. for you. Not in that sense. Yep. I think your dinner might be. But right. I think a lot of this cocktail type of things where, you know, you would just leave your beer bottle and go on to the next thing. I, I don't think you're going to see that as much. I yeah. think you're going to be encouraged. And there's most likely I can I mean, I'm already having this conversation with one of our couples that says, like, please bring your glass back. Yep. 
So trying to sort of alleviate the fact that we don't have to have extra staff out on the floor because extra staff means extra people at your wedding and they have to be counted into how many people can be in the space, at least for the time being in the state of Connecticut. Right. And even after that, you're not going to want to pay for extra staff if they're going to be unnecessary. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a factor that you're going to have to broach. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, never, and you're going to have to have that conversation. And the same thing's going to come for like dessert and coffee service. We've, I, we've moved away from it being poured at each table. Yep. And I bet you we're going right back, back to, to it that. being poured. So what about cake? Cake's probably going to go back to being served at every single plate and if you or every single seat. And if you don't eat it, you come back. You're going to probably not have cake if you if you happen to get up and go talk to somebody. And they're going to clearing. They're going to clear the entire table. They're not going to. Whether you've eaten it or not. So will the couple cut the cake and then that cake be taken in the back to cut to be served? Probably. And I I could imagine we'll probably see people who won't even do the whole interaction of like cutting a cake and feeding each other. It's just going to appear. I was thinking that the cake for cake cutting would be one cake. And then there'd be another cake in the back that would be cut served on the plate, wrapped and sealed, and then that brought out to each table. I don't think it's going to be wrapped and sealed. I don't, I mean, I think so. No, because then that's another thing that has to be pulled off that's been touched and contaminated and then been disposed of. That actually makes more cleaning. But it's safer though, because you've only cut it and touched it once. True, but I think what's going to happen is you're going to have people come out and you're going to have somebody come to a table with only two pieces of cake. Where before you would have somebody come with like a big tray right. and drop off the entire table. Right. They're probably going to come and say here. Or we're going to see people doing individually served donuts, not even cake. Right. They're going to be on a plate. You're going to still be able to pick that part of it up. It's just going to be done differently. But if you try to seal them and bring them. So now let's just use it as an example. You saran wrapped it. Right. Now you're going to watch your guests struggle to open up a saran wrap, which <laughs> none of us can do. <laughs> yes. And then they're going to ball it up. Yeah, and throw it somewhere. You don't or want put that. it onto your plate. Yeah. Or they're going to touch it or they're going to do something else. And it's going to cost like way more stuff to clean. Right. So maybe then the cake, and, and, and I'm just talking off the top of my head here. That's apparent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how people think of the future, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Looking off the top of their head. So then maybe the cake would be served as a takeaway item. Might be. You might, I mean, we might be going back to cupcakes that come with their cute little cupcake container and yep. enjoy it on your way yeah. out because we're not doing anything else. Yep. Wow. Food is going to be, food and bar is going to be your trickiest thing. Bar necessarily not so tricky because it's alcohol and hopefully that's cleaning something. But your lines for the bar. No. You're not going to have that anymore. You're going to you're going to have tape on the ground and where you can stand. Yeah. You may even actually go back to having a wine service at your table, which yeah. is something that we sort of moved away from. But you're not and you're definitely not going to have a free bottle stand like on the table no. and you no. pour whatever you want. That's that's gone. It maybe also you would have the wait staff ask you what drink you want. At, just like at a regular restaurant mm-hmm. and you have beer and wine on the table or. Well, you won't have beer and wine. No, you won't have beer and wine on the table. No, because that's you, you know. That's right. I've seen you, like, drink it and then put it back down. (laughs) That's right. So you would have to have the waitstaff ask you what you want to drink, and there is no access to the bar. There might be. Yeah, that might be true. And which means you're going to need actually more staff. More staff to do that. Yeah. And you're probably going to be down to having pretty much at least one waiter per table. 
Yeah. Because there's just no other yeah. way to do it. But then you have to take that into consideration yep. that typically now you have about one staff to about three tables. Yep. You're going to have to double that, triple that. Double, triple? Yep. It depends on the facility. <laughs> uh, Things are going to change. They are. So let's talk about, before we take a break, toast and speeches. Yep. Well, you already said it. You're you're putting up a mic stand if there's a ceremony. So I'm assuming you're just putting up a mic stand. You're not passing that microphone right. around everywhere. No, we're not. For the dad's speeches and the best man, the maid of honor, uh, this is going to be a microphone right next to the head or sweetheart table, uh, wireless microphone on the mic stand, sanitized before you even get to it, and bam. So you're going to sanitize it in between each one? No. That's So what, then that's... We'll, we'll, uh, okay. So what happens if you are, uh, are a short human? <laughs> and somebody else who's giving a speech is a tall human and they do that weird, you know, and I'm going to make the sound adjusting thing that you do. I'm going to have to live with that, aren't I? No, you're going to have to spray it down or you're going to have to wipe oh, it well, down before well, the yes. next person. Yes, that's true. You're now I see where you're going at it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Well, I will adjust the microphone so that it's in, in between those two heights. <laughs> I don't know. That's something that we're going to have to figure out, isn't it? Yeah. Because not everybody is the same height. That's right. And you can't hand the microphone to people like we used to do before because it's contaminated each time. And I don't have the time in between speeches to clean and sterilize the microphone. And especially if it's, you know, if somebody's handing it, you're not going to run down and be no, like, no, <laughs> don't touch the mic. So that's another thing that may change. Instead of having speeches all at once, mm -hmm. they may be spread out throughout the evening where the mic is handed Taken back, sterilized, cleaned, and then pass to the next person and that later might, on. And that, like we said, we might be extending dinner. Yes, much longer. When we come back, we're going to discuss that, that that thing that might really be changing, which oh. is dancing. Oh, yes. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Do you like goats? Do you like farms? Want to get married at a goat farm? Bradley Mountain Farm, located in Southington, Connecticut, is the perfect location for your wedding. Choose from a lakeside or field ceremony. From intimate gatherings of 25 up to 300 tented, Bradley Mountain Farm is the perfect venue. Find us online at engagedct.com. There are 24 hours in a day. One-third of the day is spent in bed. Now, why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper-infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value, plus they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. Gary Baker here live from the spa at Norwich Inn. Please check us out at the spa at norwichinn.com where I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. It's available free on iTunes and Google Podcasts. I suggest you listen to Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store. PattersonFamilyChocolates.com or 860-215-1349. 
Our secret family chocolate recipe of dark and milk chocolates are crafted to the Epicurean quality of European-style handmade gourmet truffles. Check out our new Caramel Carousel, 100% caramels of sea salt and regular assorted dark milk and white truffles. Patterson Family Chocolates provides a personal touch for your personal and business gifts, customizing packaging for your family and business. Patterson Family Chocolates. Call us today, 860-215-1349 or online at Patterson Family chocolates.com. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a -a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference, www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Modern Formals, your only choice for men's formal wear. Family owned and operated for over 70 years. Modernformals.com will even come to you and your wedding party in our new mobile tuxedo showroom tuxedos suits shoes neckwear and much more visit us in meriden wallingford middletown north haven or southington call us at 860-628-4545 or find us on modernformals.com there are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases wash your hands avoid close contact with people who are sick avoid touching your eyes nose and mouth Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back, DJ Sam, here with my trusty host oh yeah you almost <laughs> called me a sidekick again <laughs> my trusty host kia and we are discussing a topic that's uh, uh we're looking into the future everybody's wondering what weddings will be like in the future so mm-hmm. we've t- we've taken our way back machine and turned it into a futuristic time machine oh boy okay so we as i said as we went to our break was dancing's gonna change dancing is very much gonna change and i kind of like it Do you, but you're you literally are the person who like gets the party going well, yeah, it doesn't mean to say you still can't get the party going. You're just doing it in a different way. True. Okay. We, we may just save the partying until half an hour before the end and just do 30 minutes of just slam, bam, dance. Thank you, ma'am. And then see it. We're out. Or I just can't see a whole bunch of sweaty people doing like jump around and no. not spreading around. No, I, I, I don't think we'll be doing that. But I think we'll, there'll be designated areas just for dancing. You may have the tables arranged in such a fashion that you dance next to or around by where mm-hmm. your tables are. So there's no specific dance floor. Um, well, see, I had a wedding just before all of this went to hell. Yep. And we didn't have a dance floor because we removed it. But people still ended up getting da- getting oh, up and dancing. Right. And then they were actually sort of dancing in a smaller space because it wasn't defined. Which is worse. Which was worse. So yeah. I think we may see bigger dance floors. Yes. And we may see some like, I sort of always want to say like, like, like the nightclub one where there's like a little stage with like a go-go dancer. Yeah. We may see 
additional <laughs> tiny little spots that you could, you know. I did see a meme that was supposed to be funny, but I thought it was a, ma- a meme, a meme, meme, oh meme, my God. whatever it is. <laughs> I saw this funny picture that was sent to me, a meme, a meme, whatever. And it's of a dance floor and it has red circles. Mm-hmm. Six feet apart, yep. all across the dance floor. Well, like and I said, you if you're outside, you throw hula hoops down on the ground and you stand in them. <laughs> and we may see, you and I had a wedding where we didn't have a dance floor and we were outside. We may see more of that because you can really sort of spread yourself out if you're not sticking to That's a dance floor. That's why a bigger dance floor is is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And a lot of times people think like, oh, we need a tiny dance floor because we want it to look full. And this yeah, time but, we want it to not look full. Right, so... In the old days, pre-COVID, it was a great idea to have these tiny dance floors so that even if 12 people were on the dance floor, it would look full. Mm-hmm. We don't want that anymore. We want all the tables to the edge. Literally. So now you can actually show people photos of when you first started DJing. Yeah. You couldn't get people on the dance floor because those are now valid because they're they're spread out. It looks like you understand what's going on. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So maybe you'll also have, uh, I think I mentioned before, you're going to have these thematic weddings where dancing is not the focus anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Which is sad because, I mean, it's yeah. fun. I always thought a wedding would suck if you didn't have dancing. That's what I always thought. If you go to a wedding and everybody stands around doing nothing, the wedding sucked because I'm a DJ and I won't be able to dance. But that sort of thinking is out now. The the sort of thinking should be whoever the couple are able to have the best time Mm -hmm. the way that they want it, still maintaining safety, Yeah, that is the way we're going to do it. But now I think we're also going to see a change in the fact that we're probably not going to have, you know, like that first dance. We're probably not going to include the wedding party. Even if, are you even going to introduce the wedding party? Are you going to introduce them from their tables so we're not having them walking in, spreading and cheering and... Funny you should mention that. Oh boy. But I <laughs> I have a blog post that's coming out shortly that asks that very same question. Are we going to have little hallways where we're going to gather grandma, grandpa, parents, and members of the bridal party? I'm shaking my head now. And, and ask them their name and tell them they're going to go in this order? Nope. Of course not. We're not going to do that anymore. No, you're not going to be responsible for taking grandma out. <laughs> Are we then just going to recognize the grandparents and parents from their seats? I and- think we're going to do that. We may not even ask them to stand. That's a whole whole other process. So if you're standing, depending on how tables are spread, it may be safer for grandma just to wave, not actually stand no, up. This is true. Or this you may true. just go through and say, like, thank you for the entire wedding party. And you may name all of them. And right. now let's go to the bride and groom. We're going to see this change no matter what. Yeah. I, I don't think that they will be lining up of bridal no. parties anymore. I think that is done. How they come in, they may just be an announcement of just the couple, yes. the bride and the groom or the couple, whatever, Just they just come in and then they recognize. But we're not going to see, I don't think we're going to see these big, huge bridal party no. wedding group dances. No. Just like at the end of the night, I don't think we're all singing, like, what is it? Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Like when they all get like in the yeah. huddle thing. And yeah. I, I think those, you know. Those we may sort of we things. may stick to line dancing if you stay in your square. Like, <laughs> if you dance in this square, this will be what happens. Yeah, I, things like that will definitely change. I love doing introductions. The introductions was something that I was very good at, and I loved introducing bridal parties and telling a little story about each couple. Now, instead of doing that, we may have to do that at 
their tables. We, we, we mm-hmm. may have to speak about uh, the, the best men and maid of honor. Or when you're introducing them to come up for the speech will be your chance to say, this yes. is a maid of honor. They met in high school. and Exactly. Then they got stuck at camp together and but you, you know what, buried a body. I don't you know. You know what this <laughs> is going to do? This is going to show how good your entertainment is. Yes. How good your DJ is. How inventive, how knowledgeable he or she is. Because the experiences that your entertainers had in the past is going to dictate how they do things in the future as opposed to saying, well, I don't know what to do. What do you suggest? Well, this is going to show the difference between professionals and amateurs because you're going to know that, hey, I can't do it this way, but I've done something like this and let me alter this plan and let me switch it to this plan. I might as well we just yell pivot all the time like they did in Friends because there's that's all we can do at this moment. Right. And we may be doing that for a while. And I'm kind of happy because there, there are many facilities who would say, and DJs, well, this is the way we do it. This is what we typically do. Yeah. And we've never not done it. So why would you ask to walk through a different set of, set of doors, <laughs> even though it makes more sense? <laughs> That'll be gone because mm-hmm. you may have to do things a different way. Those doors might be open the entire time, too. They're not going to be closed and open, closed and open. My, my job just got significantly easier, so I might as well <laughs> cut some of my cost. So any parting words of wisdom since we've shared every bit of you know wisdom from you? Um... Well, the answer to that simply is no. Okay, well, that works. So remember that you can download us for free off of iTunes or Google Play, and you can also subscribe. And join us again next Wednesday because we're here every single Wednesday. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. Indie Blast Podcast Network.